welcome to the show, James. Thank you very much. I feel very welcome. Oh, like I said before, Come From Away still remains my number one favorite Broadway show. Um, yeah, um, so my first question, what originally got you into performing? Good question. Uh, you know what it was? I, I, I was a rather shy kid and I, I had four brothers and sisters and I kind of needed to find a way to get the attention I was craving. So <laughs> I started to uh, perform on my own, you know, little skits and whatnot and force my family to watch them. And uh, I started writing plays and casting the neighborhood kids in them and uh, using it to raise money for Ronald McDonald House and things like that. So yeah, I think it was just just a desire to get some attention. <laughs> Um, and to, but to not be myself, which yeah. I think a lot of actors are drawn to that. Yeah. It's fun to, to escape, to escape and be somebody else. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I got to perform because like, you know, my Bobby and Zadie, every time they saw me, I was like, hey, sing. Like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, who do you look up to in show business? Wow. Uh, I, I've worked with a lot of really amazing actors and directors. So it's hard to nail it down to one, but I would say, um, oh gosh, uh, that's a tough question. Um, who don't I look up to? I, I did my training uh, at the Yale School of Drama and um, we had some pretty amazing guest instructors, including like Meryl Streep, um, uh, Angela Bassett. But my favorite I think would have to be because I've always been a fan of his and he started in the theater um, and I, so thankful I got to meet him was um, Paul Newman. Oh, okay. Who uh, is long since deceased, but he uh, he just to me was such a brilliant actor. And when he came to do our to uh, be a guest instructor, I was just over the moon. Um, his talent, but his his passion and his um, giving back to the community, you know, with his his businesses, all of his businesses that he started. I thought this is somebody who knows what to do with fame and fortune. Not that the others don't. I mean, Meryl Streep uh, was is incredible. I am never I'm never not amazed by what she does. Um, but even actors you probably haven't heard of who've had incredible careers, like David Strathairn, um, uh, people you know, character actors who who've who've sort of disappear into their roles so you're you're probably not even sure who they are from time to time when you see them but yeah that's how you know it's good that's how you know it's good. yeah what yeah you paul newman he's always been one of my favorites and jimmy stewart growing up i was i always watched old movies uh with my mom well some of them not old um some were contemporary but uh movie musicals i would escape into those you know the gene kelly musicals and so i think that's part of why i'm doing this as well that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, my mom's been uh, getting me into 80s movies. And 80s movies, yeah. yeah there's a bunch like of what? Like what? There's some really bad ones, but. <laughs> um, there was uh, Grease, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, we just watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The owner character made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. I know. That was one of his first movies, I think. Yeah, when they came out and there's just smoke coming out of the van. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, the 80s. You know, all those John Hughes films and 
pretty yeah. in pink and all those. Oh, she was a cutie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was a cutie. I didn't realize until I saw it and I was like, damn. Yeah. And Greece, I remember seeing Greece several times in the theater because uh, I had a crush, even though I was gay, I had a crush on Olivia Newton John oh, when I was growing up. <laughs> and she, I just, I, I so fantasized about her and wanted to go to Australia just to experience what she lived with <laughs> and star wars star wars changed my life the original star wars changed my life i went to see that i would walk to the movie theater i was 14 i think i must have seen that 15 times in the movie theater because of the it was just so i hadn't seen anything like it right it was so imaginative and so creative and out of this world obviously and i thought yeah this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Imagine seeing that in IMAX. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I used, to, I used to hate watching the movie in the IMAX theaters just because of the way that the seats were set up and they were so steep. Yeah. And I'm yeah. small, so I'm like, like if I fall, <laughs> like I'm gonna get injured. Uh, <laughs> but what are some of your favorite backstage memories? And some are from this current show from Come From Away, which I so look forward to being back to because before every show we meet as a group um, because it is such an ensemble piece. So uh, we meet as a group and we just stand in a circle and we join hands and somebody says something silly and we do a, on the count of three, we do sort of our own kind of hurrah or huzzah, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that camaraderie that bonding that happens in theater um yeah yeah i mean other I backstage yeah i've got a lot of backstage memories too i'm so old i this is i'm coming up on my 40th year as a as a professional actor so wow, mazel tov. yeah yeah um, i'm i'm thrilled that i'm still doing it That's awesome. <laughs> you're good at what you do i can tell you one of my favorite from come from away you were one of the ones that really stood out oh that's nice i god i miss those people i mean we've been in touch i've seen some of them through um uh doing press with them our interviews but as a group we've not been together obviously for more than a year and uh it's going to be it's going to be overwhelmingly emotional when we do reconnect for oh. us for the crew for the band for the audience i think um it's good it's going to be amazing yes especially yeah. the audience i'm especially yeah yeah you'll be there yes <laughs> yes i will be there come from away as the as the show i will go to as soon as they open up again yay i know i'm so thrilled that broadway is reopening and i i don't think we'll be far behind that it's all about making sure we're all vaccinated yeah. and then the mervishes will have to figure out what the um, producers will figure out what they'll do with seating yeah. but they, they they've been in touch with us many times saying we are reopening we're going to be the first show to reopen so hang in there yeah okay good. <laughs> good. Good. Yay. i've been fortunate enough to be doing some film and tv i i just got cast in another film um a TV movie, but I did three Christmas movies, which is fun and crazy. And I sort of played a bad guy in one of those, but the, you know, the guy who's trying to break up the couple. Mm -hmm. uh, but usually I play the nice nerdy guy wearing these glasses that I wore in Schitt's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> what was the cast of Schitt's Creek like? 
I'm just asking because I want to know. Oh, I had it. I, they were great. They're absolutely great. It was the first episode that Dan Levy directed on his own. So he was kind of like he was bouncing off the walls because he was he wrote it. He was directing it. He was obviously in it. But uh, my scenes, as you would recall, were just with the four younger leads. And I was so intimidated at first because they're such a tightly oiled machine, right? They know each other very well and they know how to play off each other but that's okay because I was supposed to be a stranger to them but man did they make me feel welcome and uh, I can't wait for the blooper reel because there were some good ones <laughs> my very first take very first take I was there for two days so uh, but my very first take was when I come out with the tray of champagne glasses uh, when I first my very first entrance and welcoming, welcoming them what's that you didn't bring me any champagne <laughs> Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't have gotten to me that day either. Uh, it the very first I come walking out, and this gust of wind comes and takes all four of these glasses, knocks over this fake topiary they had. It, it wasn't my fault, but I was so embarrassed and I just screamed. I was like, I, 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 we laughed, but it got all over all of us. So we all had to get dried off. There was shattered glass everywhere, and. Uh, I said, well, you know, you, I have, you've never, you didn't ask me if I waited tables. I've never waited tables. So I thought I was carrying it correctly. And I was, it was, it wasn't my fault, but, but yeah, it was embarrassing, but that kind of broke the ice, I guess. When you douse your fellow actors with fake champagne and broken glass, then yeah. So you can only go up from there. Exactly. And I mean, all in all, they'll remember you. Yeah. <laughs> they were lovely they were lovely yeah awesome yeah i'd mm -hmm. love i'd love to talk to dan or uh annie but dan for sure yeah i feel like he's very anxious like me i'm like oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah he certainly was the, those few days he certainly was but um they all you know they they, they deserved all the praise and all the awards they got because it really was a pretty special show absolutely. Uh, absolutely inclusivity and you know so many good messages yeah yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like a harder question, but like, well, not really. But um, when times get tough, what are, your, what are some of your like go-to things to do to make you feel better? Uh, definitely when times are tough, I definitely go to my dog. <laughs> Animals have always been sort of a saving grace for me. Um, yeah, I will just, just being around that unconditional love kind of takes takes your mind off of everything else and it feels so nurtured harper oh she's sleeping we were out running as like she crazy should, as she should. i'll show you her hard life yeah she has a very hard life she has um i don't know five or six beds to choose from oh yes she's in the, she's in the den right now sleeping you harper here she is here she is Hi Harper. Hi, Harper. <laughs> Isn't she cute? Yeah. It's a fan of yours. It's a fan of yours, Harper. I am a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of you. Isn't she cute? Yeah. Anyway. She's so cute. I, every time I see her on my feed, I'm like, oh my God, this is a great day. Um, She's I pretty have, special. I have a special thing with um, Chocolate Labs because I have I had this stuffed one when I was younger. Name was oh. chocolate 
I got him from Toys R Us and he has been with me since I was like three or four. Oh like I have a picture on like my on my first day doing ballet. It's like my first time ever and I'm holding him in my little outfit. But I used to um I used to so my first word was doggy, but I don't have I've never had one, so that's really sad. But oh, I, no. I need one. I just my my family. Um oh. I'm looking at getting one, but I'll you talk more about that after. Yeah. Uh, but with chocolate. Um before I fell asleep, I used to put him on my hip. So it was like, you know, to pretend that he came and crawled and slept on me when I was sleeping. And then, you know, like right before I fell asleep. And then in the morning when I wake up, like, ah, you fell asleep on me. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah. My partner, Randy, and I have had, this is our third dog together, but we both grew up with lots of animals. Him, especially, he grew up on a farm. So he was always surrounded by animals. Okay. Yeah. In a small Canadian town. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know so many people here because I'm a, I'm in Peterborough, so I know so many people who come from farms, and they're like, I'm like, I love horses. They're like, I don't understand why people love horses so much. Like, I have one in my backyard. I'm like, I'm from Toronto. I never see them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like magical to me. I yeah. love them. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm definitely an animal person too. I had um I had a guinea pig. He lived to be eight years old. Um, so I had got him when I was twelve. Um, and he unfortunately he passed away in October. Uh, 144 guinea figures so he uh wow yeah yeah so he's around for a long time but he I said I like said this when he passed away like no medication for me has ever fully worked but a three and a half pound guinea pig knew exactly what to do (laughs) that's true exactly what to do I uh was at the Raptors parade and I uh there was a shooting that broke out um I don't know if you remember that at all Where, where was this the Raptors Championship Parade in 2019. Oh, God, yeah. 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 So I was there and I witnessed it. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I, so the shooters were actually, so that was one of the traumas. So the shooters were about three to five feet behind me. Um, yeah, it was obviously traumatizing. Um, but my guinea pig, the way, he look after, the way he looked after me that night and following the other trauma, he was like, it was so funny. He would like curl up to me and like, if he like, it's like all the fur and like he would cuddle in so so much and I would like get kind of uncomfortable and so I'd try and move him so I'd get comfortable and he'd go he's like sorry (laughs) no he knew he knew what you needed he knew exactly what to do he knew exactly what to do yeah they really do yeah they do how does Harper feel about what you do well she seems confused by it sometimes when I'm in a room talking to myself, uh, although I do that a lot of time. But <laughs> whenever I get the, the blue screen thing out for self tapes and the camera, the tripod, she just kind of like goes into the other room. It's like, oh, that thing again. Um, we sing and dance a lot here, both my partner and I. He's not in the business, but we like to sing and dance and be, you know, act like fools. She kind of s- stares at us like, what? Oh. Uh, yeah. But honestly, she is the best. Uh, so that's awesome. My fish yeah. like watch me dance, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. do, I'll do she, TikTok dances she, in, like in his in like the room where he is, and I'll just see him on the side and be like, oh, "Yeah, <laughs> you, buddy." <laughs> yeah, she's made a few cameos in some of my self tapes, but <laughs> she'll make a cameo here on Deep Talks. I'm, I yeah, no. 
she's gorgeous she's she deserves any part she wants <laughs> she's pretty cool yeah she's pretty cool. how did the pandemic affect your show life and how did you cope with that my show life yeah it pretty much ended it quite abruptly it was uh friday the 13th march 13th yeah, uh, i remember last. that day yeah i remember that yeah. that's, when they, that's when they message us i'll be like you have to leave school it's like <laughs> yeah okay and we knew it was coming but we didn't know what to expect so we didn't really get to put a period on it you know to, to put a button on it and there were some people who were who not who are not returning there was one a uh, man who was filling in a guy from New York because uh, George who played the mayor was out he had had surgery we didn't get to say goodbye to this guy uh, we did have a little gathering in my dressing room because it was Barb Fulton's birthday Barb who plays opposite me in the show she plays Diane so we did about six or seven of us got together that night in my dressing room and then that was it it was, we might be back. No, we're not back for the matinee. Maybe for the evening on Saturday. No, we're not back. We're off for a couple of weeks. And then it became a couple of months. And then it became a year and whatever. So I did go back to the theater. We are allowed to go back in case we needed to get some stuff. And it was literally as if like a bomb hit and or everything just froze in place. The props were all left on stage where we put them. My dressing room had glasses sitting because I would wash them the next day. They're like glasses from the party sitting there with dust collecting them. Yeah, it was very surreal. Um, and not knowing and still not knowing when we're going to return. That was probably the hardest part because, yeah, sure. you know, I mean, actors, performers are used to being unemployed for periods of time. But this just having the rug pulled out from under us was it was a little difficult. Um, I think everyone embraced it at first because we had been, we were entering our third year of the show, right? Three years with each other. So there was like, okay, good. We'll have a little break. We'll freshen up. And then the break has gone on way too long. <laughs> way too long. Just a little bit. Yeah. So you were, you were in school and yeah. I said, get out of here. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, uh, my, like the, my closest friend, um, I really only had like one really close friend last year and he was uh he was like just like across from my room and he uh he was actually from germany so he was from wow. over there in uh, europe and that uh, he we had the same amount of time like he had three days notice to leave the country and go back home wow i know and i he was he was only on exchange for one year so i don't know if oh. i'm again either so yeah it's gonna it's gonna take a while to you know once the dust settles it'll that's what worries me the most is to see who hasn't survived. And I don't mean who, ha who who's passed away. That is hard enough, but yeah. also we know who's passed away in our lives, but who, what, what is gone, what has been lost, like what people have left the businesses that they were in, know. you know, the, the writers, actors, directors, musicians, uh, store owners, restaurant, you know, it's when the, dust settles and we see everything that's gone now it's gonna be like, like it'll be difficult for sure i know yeah. i mean i uh this is a tough subject so trigger warning <laughs> um but yeah. um, you know i know a lot of that like like i don't even know personally but just i know so many youth who have taken their lives because of this and really? it's, oh. it's so we we were actually we were already in uh, a pandemic already that was 
that was related to youth suicide and it just it was ignored and now because of COVID it was just it's been exacerbated and it's hard for me because not only have I been in that like mindset but I've also like I'm somebody who's trying to like advocate and who's trying to save those people and there's like nothing I can do right now and she's no. seeing it and it's heartbreaking every time yes it is I know I've been in that situation too um many years ago and I have tr worked uh, to help in the you know to help be uh, an outlet as well and have volunteered but uh I realize, yeah, I think this the whole self-isolation thing, forced isolation. Uh, I know a lot of us like to isolate if, you know, we're struggling, but to have nobody to connect to, I can't imagine. I can't imagine people living alone during this. And I do have friends who have lived alone during my, this. My 91-year-old my Bobby is living alone. Yeah, I, I mean. I worry about her all the time, she knows. Yeah. So, you know, young people who have nobody else who aren't dating somebody or living with somebody or middle-aged people who, uh, you know, some of my friends who live alone. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. and in this situation, like the only worst thing of living alone is would be living in like a domestic, like abusive situation. And, and my heart goes God, up yeah. as well. That's awful. Yeah, that's been, that's been a concern yeah. across the boards, yeah. No, it's good that you, that you, have done what you can do and that you at least have platforms and yeah. you get the word out there and um on your on your instagram and whatnot so i'm growing my platform for that exact reason yeah good exactly good. Yeah. yeah yeah how do you handle the time constraints and other pressures of performing the time constraints which would you mean by that that like because i know that like with like shows like especially like on uh, on broadway or in theater you have shows like where you're doing like a matinee and then an evening show and you're doing it back to oh. back it's like yeah i actually love i love doing long runs i've but done many like i did uh mama mia for two years kinky oh. boots for oh, a year and a half so fun yeah um, so fun. fiddler on the roof i was in for three years on tour um and this this will be the longest I've done a show now once we get back. But there's something about because, like I said earlier, uh, we're so used to unemployment or if you're working in film and TV, the hours are ridiculous. But once you get into a long running show, you have you can set your life, you know what time you have to eat dinner and when you can see friends on what nights you can see friends and maybe have a drink. Um, the two show days uh, you know being one of the oldest in the show i do have to take a, a nap a power nap between shows um and you know try to wake up a little bit i come home as often as i can if my partner's not home i have to come home for the dog but um i embrace it you know i i know what's screw, what's screwy is that our weekend is like sunday night to tuesday and so we rarely get to see other people on the weekend because that's our busiest time but you know what i'm doing what i love so i'm not going to complain totally. we make it work it's hard you know it's difficult because my partner works at home now um he will be traveling again once this is all cleared but um so there are times when we don't see each other very much but you know we've been together for 26 years so we're okay <laughs> Again, muzzle tov. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, no, I mean, as a dancer, I can totally, totally relate to that. I, when I'm there, it's like, oh, I don't mind being at competition all day. No, yeah. in the dressing room, I can sleep anywhere. I'm, I found that about myself. <laughs> all right, it's I, true. I just like, I make myself comfy in like people's jackets and sweaters and then make a little nest and then I conk out for a few hours and, you know, wake up. You're, you're going on in two hours. Okay, thanks. Yeah. No, I love your dance videos. I love you know i wish i wish i studied dance when i was younger um but i never i never thought i'd end up in musical theater but i wish i was a better dancer than i am but i don't care i still love dancing yeah you don't have to be a, you know what i look like <laughs> you don't have to, that's exactly it that's like i uh my my cousin is getting married in uh, in a couple weeks and uh, she told me that one of my little cousins is a uh, her she broke her foot and so she won't be dancing and I said no no you know what you don't need legs to dance you don't even need limbs to dance I'm sure she'll still be dancing I'll put yeah. her I'll make sure she's dancing <laughs> yeah it's I love to walk I I yeah. do it unless the weather's really really bad I like to walk to and from theater yeah. Yeah, I did I was yeah. <laughs> I, yeah you I put my airpods in and then no <laughs> yeah well, I do my warming up and sometimes I forget and I'll be warming oh, up as I'm walking and people look at me like, because I'll be like, or whatever, you know, and people just think I'm normal because that's, <laughs> we see a lot of that here. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh. if I was seeing that from far away and if I didn't see like, um, like, like your earbuds or anything, I'd be like, do I have to call a crisis line? I know, it's true. <laughs> Like now you're like, uh, okay, is this person yelling at me or are they, oh no, they're yelling at somebody. And yeah, okay. I know. It's yeah. hard now. Yeah. I always think yeah. Of, yeah. I mean, I have Tourette's, so I mean, I get the looks all the time, but I like to use it to my advantage. Oh yeah. Good. <laughs> so like, like if they're coming on and there's like a seat next to me, right. You know, they see it, they're looking, I see them looking and I go, and then they're like, oh, never mind. I'm like, ah, thanks. <laughs> I see. So you're turning it on. <laughs> yeah. So I can't control it, but I can amplify it. It's yeah. not what the system can. It's not what you can do for the system. It's what the system can do for. You. Can do for you. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into dance then? Is it just something that I've you wanted to do, or did you well, know? Were you forced yeah. to do it to help? No. You know, forced to take no, piano. No, I actually. So my dancing, it was just like my my mom put my sister in it too. And so like when it was my turn, like she put me in it. Um, I I've always like danced, like even when I like even when I couldn't walk, I was still trying to dance with my arms and things like that. Um, and I did um and when I started dancing, like I loved it. And with school performances actually, um, there was I was pretty young, I was probably like six, seven or eight. And my, one of my, my French teacher told my parents, um, she was like, you should really put her in dance. Like she has this like special talent. And um, like, I kind of did my, I really wanted to take it really, really seriously. And I wanted to, to like do it competitively and professionally. I got through competitively a little bit, but my mom really didn't want me going into dance in that environment because I, like I was already a kid with anxiety and like with already like mental health issues and like the dance world can be really really yeah, yeah. it's yeah. frightening it's frightening yeah, I mean I, I found my way um I competed uh when I was 14 I finally my mom let me compete for a year um but it was really shit so she was like yeah you're not doing that again 
Um, and then I took a year to train professionally, like to focus a lot on technique. I did ballet, character, contemporary, like all in one. Um, it was great. I love ballet. I really do, but I could not do professionally. Yeah. <laughs> I could not. Yeah, we live, we live right around the corner from the ballet school and, uh, and I love walking by there and seeing, you can see the, the four room. stories of windows and everybody at the bar and, oh. and just the, uh, the dancers walking around the neighborhood. I, you yeah. can tell them, you know, the way they walk and I'm like, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, so, they're just such athletes. Yeah. Dancers are such athletes. And you don't, people don't think about that, how, you know, it's pretty amazing what they can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not the best. But, but... you all. <laughs> Thank you. What you all can do. <laughs> yeah, I can do, I mean, I can flip over my head, which is pretty cool. I can do a cartwheel without hands. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. Pretty cool. Except it's not cool when you second guess yourself and you launch yourself into the ground. Yeah, no, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> I was like here, and this is like right when I was starting to warm up, I, uh, <laughs> I was... I told my neighbor I was like just warming up on the lawn and I was like hey watch this because he was like over there I was like I want to see something cool he was like sure he's like oh my granddaughter's your gymnastics like yada yada I was like okay watch this I was going to do a front handspring and I forgot to do a front handspring you forgot <laughs> did the hurdle and launched myself straight into the ground and injured my shoulder but I have I've had that injury a few times oh boy <laughs> Don't volunteer anymore. <laughs> Don't show off your neighbors. I have to look. I'm a Leo, so I've like always want attention. So I'm like, oh yeah, watch this. Never mind. When's your birthday? August twenty first. Huh. When's your birthday? October sixth. Libra. Yeah, okay. My partner's a Leo. He's. Friend Dresher's August. a Libra. She's a Libra. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I know I can't wait everybody said uh, people people have been saying that this from what they've seen of the workshops of the nanny musical that it's going to be quite good so I just want to be friends with Andrea it's so funny because like I've seen things where like um or like where people like have said that she's like actually like, a genuine human being and that she's really down to earth and nice and uh -huh. for some reason that makes me even more nervous right <laughs> Like, I don't know why. Like, I would, like, if someone was like, oh, she's a bitch, I'd be like, okay, I still, I'd be fine. I was like, because yeah. she dies, like, for some reason, that makes me so much more nervous. That makes no sense. But... I know. <laughs> and the last question, because it is Pride Month, um, as a proud gay man, what does pride mean to you? Um, it means everything. Uh, wearing my wedding ring means everything um i i understand uh you know there are people who always question well why do you why do we need a pride month how come there's you know the usual question there's no straight month there's no heterosexual parade because you don't need it and you have you haven't had your rights taken away from you yeah exactly i mean you know but I, uh, I'd like to get to a point where I would like to say that we wouldn't need it anymore. We wouldn't need a Pride Month because it would be so accepted, you know.
Yeah. Like we don't, like the, the area we live in used to be predominantly gay, but it's not anymore. And that's a good thing because it means that gay people are comfortable living elsewhere and they don't need to necessarily be amongst each other to feel safe. Um, I feel much more taken care of in Canada than in the US. I'm a dual citizen, so I was I spent a lot of my growing up, my, my youth in the United States and struggled a great deal with being, you know, a gay kid in the 70s and 80s. Um, but Canada has done it right for a lot longer. And uh, so I'm proud to be a dual citizen. I consider myself Canadian now, not, I, I'll never live in the US again. I mean, doing comes from away, you kind of, you kind of you earned your citizenship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've been, a, I've been here now. I've been, I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere. So, wow. so it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's my I mean, home. I, just, I like I like seeing pride because I love seeing the celebration. I think you guys and like everyone in that community deserves it so much. I try and celebrate it every day too. I know some there. I have so many people who are so close to me, um, and who I just like. I'm like if anyone, if anyone even says anything remotely negative about who you are, I'm coming after them. Good. Yeah. I, I, I hear. You could handstand on their head. Exactly. Know, yeah. Stand on their head. I have legs. I can kick you in the next week. I can kick you in the next week. <laughs> oh, funny. Yay. Exactly. So now look, Harper's moved. She moved into, into here now. She's now, oh, I'm, I don't, I won't bug you. I just want to show you off. She's moved to this sofa Hi, now. Harper. You're so beautiful. Oh, she's so tired. Beautiful. She's so tired. Tired. We were out for a long time with a ball. Yeah. She's a ball obsessed. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen uh, my uh, little my canine best friend. Uh, his name's Percy. He's Great a name. retriever. Um, we we met at Humber, and he was my best friend. I would miss class just to spend an hour with him, and I was like, I don't care if I fail the class. Like this is fine. And yeah. he was also on the show. He's the third episode. He was on the show. I went to High Park to go and do a special episode with him. So special, <laughs> I know. I asked him advice about, you know, what he thinks students should do to better their mental health. And he gave some great answers. He really did. Good. Yeah, I bet he did. I also gave him popcorn at the end. That's really fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> really you know the way to a dog's heart. I man. do. I'm the dog whisperer. I really am. I am. I I believe it. Yeah. yeah. I, any dog. I'm just like, okay, your best friends now. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Yeah. So those are all the questions. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is such an honor for me. Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah, I really, uh, so, you're a joy to, to, to hang out with and listen to and follow. So uh, I appreciate it. I'm a fan. Thank you. I'm a fan of yours. I told you that already. <laughs> of course. And you like chocolate. You like chocolate labs, so come on. Of course, we're <laughs> destined to be best friends. That's all, yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs>